Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the CT Support Group podcast. I am Thorell, social media lead here at Turning Point, Connecticut, and I am joined by Clarissa and Emery. Hello, I'm Clarissa. Hello, I'm Emery. Thank you both for joining me for this episode. We're going to have a little discussion about moving out on your own for the first time. So are you both ready? Yes. Yes. All right, let's get right into it. Tell me a little bit about like the first time that you both moved out on your own, like where you were living before, why you moved, and where you moved to. So I'll let Emery go first. Okay. <laughs> so currently, this is my first time moving out by myself. So yeah, um, it's definitely different. I'm originally from Bridgeport, Connecticut, but at the time I was living in West Haven before I moved out. Um, my move, my move was more of a financial decision, um, cause I was having some hard times trying to find jobs in Connecticut or things that resonated with me personally. So I literally like left within a month of me finding a job. So currently I'm in Baltimore, Maryland. So I'm going to actually have a little spinoff to that. Um, so I'm actually in the property management side of real estate. So I get thousands of people, just like Emery, that's moving for the first time. They, they're they being relocated. Um, so I kind of want to share a little bit about that experience. Um, so there's a lot of people that move out for the first time. Um, they got to bring a job or um, they want to try a different field. So especially now with COVID, after COVID, I should say, um, people are working a lot from home. So that opened a huge window of an opportunity for you to get a job anywhere and move anywhere. So it's interesting that you work for Connecticut and now you're living in Baltimore. So that's interesting to to hear. Yeah, I'm currently in Stratford, Connecticut. I'm going to be moving to Meriden next week, actually. So it's getting close. For me, it's really like, I guess, financial family situation. So I guess, I think my, my time here in Stratford chapter here is closed and I'm ready for the next chapter to begin in Meriden. And this is actually a perfect question for, for you, Emery. Like how, how did you feel like before, during, and after you moved? Like what was the adjustment like? I think it, for me, it was the familiarity because obviously like it's definitely a culture difference. I feel like there's more buildings in Connecticut than in Maryland. There's more townhouses. Um, and just certain things are like a little different, but it's still the same. Um, I would say like before I was excited, but it was nervous. It was, I was obviously nervous because it was like, I'm, li- I'm literally, le- I like, like, I left everything behind. Even <laughs> like I left even like dressers and everything. My mom was just like, pack up everything. She said, I'll take care of everything else. Just go. If this is what you really want to do. So she was completely supportive of it. Um, like I said, I moved within like a month. I found out about the job at the end of March. I was gone by the end of April. And like everybody, I kind of like surprised everyone because I like, I kept it like a secret, didn't tell anybody. And then I just like told my best friend, I'm like, I'm leaving. Because <laughs> I wanted to like kind of manifest it. And like, cause I was like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I like I left with basically nothing, but everything worked out for the best. And I'm happy about my decision. I thought I was going to be okay. I'm not going to lie. Nobody talked about this at the first, like, day after. First day, I was okay. And the day after, I cried about it. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm really alone. <laughs> because it was, like, a sigh of relief. But, like, wow, like, I did it. Yeah, did, did you, you moved out, like, on your own? Or, like, was it, like, with 
family or a roommate? Nope. Um, I have roommates currently, um, but I don't know them. Like it was literally like I just went by myself. But um, they did like back. Uh, but like my property manager assured me, um, they did background checks on everybody. Everybody, um, everybody works. Everybody's really respectful. So I haven't had any issues so far. Um, but and we all have our own rooms and our own bathrooms, so we just pretty much only have to share the common area with each other. But everybody's kind of I'm pretty respectful to everybody. We just kind of like stick to ourselves because it's kind of like awkward because we don't know anybody and we're all from different age ranges. But mm. yeah, I definitely I'm happy with my decision because you know so I I had a friend tell me in order to make to achieve big fish goals, you have to make big fish moves. Clarissa, if you can remember the first time you ever moved out, same question like. How did you feel before, during, after, and like, what was the adjustment like? So my story is a little different. So I actually am in the process of buying a house. So I'm still living at home, essentially. Um, so I'm doing it the complete opposite. Instead of renting, I'm diving into buying. Um, so it's a little different. Um, so I do give you guys a lot of kudos, especially Emory, that you moved out of Connecticut. Um, that's a big jump. Uh, so yeah, my story is a little different. Um, I didn't have to move out. I know there's some folks that have to move out. Um, I'm the only child. So I, you know, I don't have a lot of siblings running around or getting that, that feeling of like that pressure that cause the time is ticking and, you know, after college, what's next? Like I never experienced that luckily. Um, so I'm doing it a different route. I'm going into purchasing versus renting. And I'm also in the field, so kind of know what's out there in Connecticut. And so I, I see it on both sides. I think there, yeah, there is a difference between renting and buying. I mean, I, I've never bought, I am renting, this is my first time. So whenever I, I do purchase, whenever that is, I'm wondering like how different it will be, if it'll be more stressful or less stressful, probably more. It's um, more like especially right now with the market like yeah like i try and i'm like okay i'm gonna do it you know it takes me like six months looking and you're putting offers in but you know you get outbid or whatever is out there is not what i'm looking for so i think i've been looking for like a year hmm. and a half right now so hopefully i'm giving myself another you know six months again try it again kind of see where the market is but it's way different than looking for an apartment because in an apartment, you can move out within 12 months or six months. Yeah. Uh, there's some places that do three months leases, um, but this is a 30 year commitment. So it's, yeah, it's a lot in play and it's a lot of money, um, a lot of money. So it's, it's way different. Yeah, I agree with that. That market thing goes um, where I'm at right now. I live with my mom currently to put our place up on the market within 24 hours we got we started getting bids then it was taken like within the next day of the bid and she was originally looking for a house and she realized that like yeah the market is tough out there we, we the house we were looking at to move the, the price that it was our real estate agent was like it might not be worth it because they have it at a specific price on purpose so that more bids will come up we decided something different she's going to move in with her boyfriend i'm gonna rent emory i wanted to ask like how long has it been since you um, moved in to your new place? 
It's been a little over two months. I'm sorry, I keep looking up because I'm always <laughs> it's so awkward. Okay. But um, so I moved in the end of April, so April 23rd. So yeah, like a little over um two months, and then I started my job like right after, like a week later. <laughs> so Clarissa, our real estate agent, what advice would you have for young people such as Emery and myself who are looking to move out for the first time on their own? Um, so that's a great question. Um, so I've been doing this for 13 years and no matter if it's your first time, if it could be your fifth time, um, I have so many people, all walks of life, um, kind of like myself that were just jumping right into the real world right after college. It's, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be very stressful. Um, but I always tell like all of my clients that I work with, set yourself with some goals. So if you want to move, let's say September, um, before then, you know, have all your financials, um, checklists all set, have your job secured. Um, so Emory, you did it a little bit different. You got the job and then quickly you had to go, you had to find a place. Um, but it is pretty scary, especially because it is, let's say, um, that person's first real job right after college or even right after high school. So I kind of get, you know, I get a little afraid when people jump right into it because you're still in that probation period. So kind of have yourself like have your feet wet in the job, uh, make sure that's what you like. So have your financials all set, have your budget in place. Um, depending on the area, depending on the city, the state that you're living, you'll notice that rent is not the same. Um, so Baltimore, I know, is a little, you know, down south, but it is getting expensive as well. Um, especially because you're in that DMV area where they're going to try to price you guys at a certain price because you're so close to like, you know, DC and like their main attractions. Um, so I always tell people have a budget in mind, um, make sure it's a realistic budget too. So kind of do your homework prior. So don't say I'm going to go for a two bedroom, two bath luxury apartment in downtown. And I only want to spend $800. Well, sorry to bust your bubble. If you haven't done your research yet, um, it's really not realistic right now, especially in this time that we're living. Um, I think a $800 room with a roommate is a little bit more reasonable right now. But um, so kind of do your research, do your homework um, before you really take that leap. And then, um, you know, just start, you know, narrowing down your choices. Uh, making sure like the area is safe. If you have neighbors or friends that live there or colleagues, you know, kind of get their information, their input, because you don't want to be stuck in a situation where you sign a lease and you're stuck there and then you don't really like the area or it's not safe or they kind of painted a picture for you and you saw all these great pictures online but then you go in and the place is not what you saw, but it is a little different um, case by case. So I don't want to scare anybody that's listening, but um, you know, just be very aware. Don't apply to so many places because they do run your credit, they run your background, um, especially your credit, um, it will hit. So you will get points taken down um, the more that they keep running your stuff. But yeah, I think the biggest advice I just say is just do your research, um, be confident that you know, you're ready for that, that big move because it is a lease. It is a, a legal document. Um, so I know Emory, you have roommates right now and everything is going very well, which is great to hear, 
um, but just know that all three of you guys are responsible for that apartment. If something happens, if somebody doesn't pay their rent, their portion, um, if they leave in the middle of the lease, you have to find somebody else to take over. So kind of just be, you know, very aware of who you're rooming with, if you are rooming with people, or if you're doing it by yourself, or if you need a co-signer, um, just know these are legal documents that it will follow you. Um, so you can't just dip out on a lease and think it's not going to follow you because it will. That's pretty much in a nutshell, some advice I would give. Thank you. Do you, do you notice like there's like a time of year that's harder to buy a house or rent an apartment or there's like an easier time of year? Um, so there's different like seasons right now. This is like the hot season, I call it. Um, everybody's moving. Um, so this is a time when all of the graduates, they start matching with their jobs, especially if you were lucky enough to get a job right after college. Um, so if you are a doctor, if you're going into like engineering, um, all of those folks, they do like a rotation every two to three years. There's a, there's a huge rotation that happens. Um, and then the schools are out. So families tend to move more in the summer because their kids are done with the school year. So they're like, we have to find a place right before the school year starts so they can get, you know, settled. So I would say the summer, spring and summer is the busiest season. Fall and winter um, is a slower season. So you may find more options available. You may find more specials, more promotions happening in the fall and the winter because they're trying to drag people in. They're trying to attract people in, I should say. Um, that in the spring and summer months is going to be so much easier because there's a lot of people that are moving during that time frame. That is, that is definitely good information to know. Thank you again. So, Emery, was there like, when you were moving out, was there anything that helped you um, with the process that made it a little easier? Um, can you elaborate on the question? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Since, since it's like, a, since you're moving from one state to another, how you set everything up how you traveled how you put all your furniture in your new place like were you able to like find something that made it a little easier to do all that well since i'm a spontaneous individual i wouldn't recommend what i did but like i said it was very like a rush rush because i got well currently i work at john hopkins hospital so i like i said i left everything behind so i left my bed i left the dresser um i'm never gonna take it back. I basically bought everything new and I packed everything in my mother's car <laughs> and left. Um, because I was actually supposed to start sooner than, because I'm having to get my date pushed back and everything like that. But what made it easier, definitely. So as soon as my mom found out about the job and everything and I got the okay, so that I was, um, one of the candidates, I, so like basically the following week, me and my mother drove um, with a, a male a friend of hers to look at the um the properties and everything like that before I even like did anything because I wanted to know what I was getting myself into. Was it clean? Um, what amenities did they have? Like the pricing, so things of that nature, and just like getting a feel of the the area. Like if this if this is something I'm willing to commit to, which I was lucky to. Um, which I feel like. I was lucky because um, they offered six month leases or 12 month leases, which was good. Um, I was just obviously nervous because it was like a new area and I'm like, I have to commit to this. It's either kind of like, either you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. But um, I like the fact that my property manager, she assured me like, 
they do background checks because that's something that you always got to consider when you're um, definitely rooming with people because you may get some interesting characters <laughs> and that's things you have to worry about. But um, I, I think what made it easier, it was just, you know, my tenacity, my ambition to just want more for myself and obviously like be very cautious because being a new renter, you have to be very cautious, especially like you never like obviously checking out the properties and actually going with somebody. It's like looking at a car. You don't you don't go by yourself because <laughs> they could try to like get over on you. So that's why I think it was best for me when I came with my mom because she's rented before and came with people who've owned properties so they could look at things and check everything out and even ask questions that I may not have had the knowledge to ask. So this is um next question, last question for Clarissa. So for my situation, like this I'll just be asking like your advice for people in my situation where I have the place secured. However however I wasn't able to like go look at it before um doing the lease stuff and all that. So it's quite a bit of a risk. I have like videos of the place but the video doesn't usually tell like the full story of the place um so what would you like recommend or like tell people that would be that would be in a similar situation to myself who like can't see the place yet before they move in um question is there a reason why you haven't been able to see the place yeah so um the people in there before me um they are like still in there and they won't be out until like literally the day before i'm moving in there um and they didn't have like another similar unit available for me to see like so that but they're able to give me like videos of it got it um did you sign your lease already yes okay so two things one you know everyone does things so different so you know please whatever i'm giving is just advice um i personally wouldn't have signed the lease yet until i saw the place um because like i said earlier it could be a situation where it looks very nice through all these you know um, Pinterest photos that they kind of put together and the place may not be exactly what they're showing you on these um, pictures but you know kind of my first suggestion would have been don't sign the lease yet kind of wait till you saw the place um, because now you're in a binding situation and then I guess the other option since they didn't have anything else to show you that was similar or the actual unit itself I would have pushed to at least gone into the place to the building done a tour um even if you're going into like a studio or apartment but they have a two-bedroom available still see that two-bedroom it's not what you're going to rent but you will see the quality of the place you will see the quality of the um interior and then hopefully that's the same exact way that they're going to give you the apartment that you're actually renting and then it's kind of scary that you're moving in the day after the person moves out so i don't want to scare you even more but you also want to find out what is their turn process for example where i work it takes us minimum two weeks in between tenants so those two weeks we take the time to clean to paint the entire apartment all over again even if you were there for three six months it doesn't matter we paint the whole apartment over um we have loft style apartments so these are high ceilings um so we have to scrape the ceilings off again whatever the case is we take care of everything within those two weeks and if it's needed to be a little bit longer because of the hardwood floors or some appliances need to be replaced we extend that so my clients already know um if their apartment isn't um 
one of my newer apartments. It may take us maybe a little bit longer than the two weeks, but they already have the notion of why. So next time, just kind of set yourself in a situation where you ask those type of questions. What is their um, process in between tenants? Because it's kind of scary to think that you're moving in the day after somebody moves out. So in fact, did they clean? Are they gonna paint? Are they checking in all of the mechanical stuff around the apartment? And in 24 hours, they can't do that, so. Yeah, um, fortunately I, I was able um, to see like a one bedroom unit there. I, I just meant that like, I'm, I'm renting a studio. Um, so I meant that like, I, they didn't have like a, another studio to show me, but um, I was able to see like a one, a one bedroom unit there. Um, okay. I mean, everything, everything looked okay. Um, so, you know, hopefully, hopefully it all works out and I'm not like trapped in a bad situation. Okay. All right. That gives me a little bit of peace of mind. I'm like, oh my God, you didn't even see anything in the place. Yeah. yeah. Thank you again to Clarissa and Emery for joining me today on this moving out for the first time podcast is very much appreciated. And thank you to all our listeners out there for tuning in to another episode of the CT Support Group podcast. Once again, I am Thorell, social media lead here at Turning Point, Connecticut, and hopefully see you all next time.